0: So while I'm at it, I figured, why not? Why not come to one of my favorite spots in the world and just continue filming? Uh, I've always wanted to be a creator of content instead of just a consumer of it. I feel like I have a lot to say, I feel like I have a lot to give to the world, so why not continue a good thing, you know, it's like uh, keep the momentum going, as Joe Rogan says. So right, let's start with the very first episode of Truth Series. It's like I said, one of my favorite places in the world, as you can see in the intro. I'll you some more. It's by the river. Super blessed to live out here. Just a walk away from this magnificent river. Got these rocks and the beach, super nice. All year round, even in the winter, it's super good here. You can go for pretty pretty damn nice walks across the river when it's all frozen in the winter. Anyways, before I get too far off topic, not that there's anything to stay on topic here. I'm going to keep this thing kind of free form and free flowing. That's the way I want to do this, this podcast. I guess this is the intro, so uh, I got to make good first impressions, right? And this is what's going to keep people around. So if you're listening, thank you. If you're about to leave, no problem. I don't really mind, I think the world is free, you're free to do what you choose. You don't want to listen to me, you don't have to listen to me. You don't like what I say, you don't have to listen to me, you don't have to like it. That's fine, I'm okay with that. But if on the other hand, you like what you see, you're welcome. Free to stay uh, and let's have a little bit of a conversation here. So uh, conversation, it's funny because I'm speaking. To a camera, into a microphone that's here on my shirt. But why not? Let's consider a conversation. I mean, the way I see it, uh, I'm speaking to you, and you're kind of responding internally, most likely. Judging what I say, you're perceiving it, you're interpreting it, doing all of those things humans do. Understanding it, maybe you're not understanding it, but. I'm fairly sure there's a little bit of a voice in your head as well. Probably not the only crazy one, uh, because I definitely have a voice in my head, I think we all do. Then again, I'm only in here, or in this body, at least my thinking mind is, uh, so I don't really know. What better way to transition to what do we know, what is truth, Uh, Now, in truth. I don't believe in absolute truth. It's kind of funny that I'm going to name this thing truth serum. To me it's a bit of a joke, a little bit of a satire, maybe a little bit of irony in a sense, because I think of truth a little bit like water, just like this stuff, just Just like that. as Soon as you feel like you've grasped it. You have it in your hand. It flows away. Truth is very fluid. Truth changes. Truth doesn't stay the same. Changes, and it changes differently for everyone. Changes in different ways. So to me, truth is a lot like water can't hold on to it, as soon as you think you've got it, as soon as you think you know, it's right, I know what the truth is, it gets away from you, it flows away, and it takes a different form, it takes a different shape, however, it doesn't mean we can't momentarily hold it and be a part of it, be connected to it, the same way I held that water in my hands just for that, that short, short bit of my life. I was connected to that water, connected to the truth, knew what it was. I think we all experienced these moments where with full 100% conviction we could say, yeah, I know what truth is, and then it escapes us. And so we go and we chase it again, and again, and again, and again. There's no problem with that, chase, we could just sit by the river and watch the waters of truth wave their way around. Listen to the sound it makes. Watch how the waves crash ashore and erode the sands of disbelief. pretty incredible actually, Uh, however, going on a more solid topic, a more stone-like solid topic, let's talk about the world today and what's going on. The reason I was inspired to create this podcast, the reason I have something to say is because I think we're all experiencing a bit of a truth serum right now with coronavirus. Now, you know me, uh, at least if you don't, well, you'll get to know me soon. Uh, I don't think there's necessarily good and evil in this world. I think we're the judges of what that is. Same way as I don't believe in absolute truth, I think it's very fluid. So. What's happening with this virus and all the lockdowns and the way society is reacting to it? How we're all reacting to it personally and with our friends and our social lives? Uh, I think we're getting a glimpse of that truth because stuff is changing so rapidly. Uh, our world is just becoming almost unrecognizable from a year, two years ago stuff's changed so much just like this beach last year completely different even yesterday it was very very different each one of these rocks each one of these pieces of sand down there kind of moved a little bit going back a little further a lot of these trees above me were completely barren now they're starting to sprout going back a couple of months this place is covered in snow and so Rapid change is normal, I think we're all starting to see that that's just the way life is, that's the way the world works. We like like solid stuff, we like holding on to things, at least I do, like stone, immovable, unchangeable, solid, dependable, reliable. All the traits of how we like to build our lives. We build these big, fancy fortress houses. I mean, by most standards, they're fortresses. You go back, I don't know, a thousand years. The stuff we live in today, they're larger than castles. You go to any downtown core, buildings are so enormous. Built from materials people couldn't even imagine of 30, 40, 50 years ago. And in a twist of irony, uh, we consider them solid and unchanging, yet that's just our perception because we choose to judge things relatively based on how things are now. But like I said, if you go back a thousand years, the level of change seems to have sped up quite drastically. As usual, we get a glimpse of it when that change accelerates and there's these big moments in history where it seems that change, or rate of change, accelerates very drastically. And I call those moments the truth serums, because that's when we kind of get a glimpse of what reality truly is changes so fast that it slips away from us. Now maybe I'm wrong, maybe my idea of truth is untruthful, (laughs) maybe, maybe we don't really know, Uh, it's kind of paradoxical in a way, and it's just things we struggle with all the time. Now, uh, I just caught myself ranting there, jumped about a whole lot, like I said, you don't have to listen to me if you don't want to. Um, I can already hear some people judging me for it. Shout out to Steph, she's one that always tells me to talk too much and I say ridiculous things. Yeah, well, hey Steph, if you're listening, hey, uh, this is just my way to get it out without pissing you off. <laughs> listen to me, be silent, you know, if people want to listen to me talk, so I'll just do what I like to do, put it out there, put it out in the world, and you guys be the judge of it, even if no one watches this, even if no one listens to this, it doesn't matter to me. stuff is changing very, very quickly, certainly faster than I've ever experienced in my life, and maybe that's just because I'm a young guy, but, I mean, puberty seemed like a super, super rapid change. Childhood was a remarkably rapid change, where every day it just seemed like completely Novel, completely new. And you know, uh, I've talked to some adults, like my parents, got some mentors. A lot of them tell me well, stuff becomes a little more stable when you grow up, you should search for that stability. It seems like stuff stops changing as fast when you grow up, but I tend to disagree. To me, it seems like life has been accelerating. The rate of change has been going up as I seem to get older and older. And I guess it's true. You know, I, I, I just remembered a lot of people say that the years seem to go by faster and faster. But it's funny because the years, the time seems to go faster. But the rate of change seems to slow down for them. This is my experience, I feel free to disagree. However, I've kind of experienced the opposite. Which is another reason I'm not here talking, because I want to share these strange views I have. Because to me, it feels like time has been slowing down actually. Each year feels longer than the previous. Each day feels longer than the previous. It's quite remarkable, actually. Uh, It feels good, to be honest, personally. So the time is slowing down rather than speeding up, but the rate of change, the rate of what goes on around me, how that changes It's hard to describe. Uh, I hope you're all following along. So that rate of change is going up. So I feel like I'm living in a bit of an opposite. Like I said, it seems like everyone around me is telling me, well, uh, time speeds up, but then our lives become more stable over time, whereas for me, my life has become less and less stable. There's been more and more change occurring in my external world and my internal world as well but the way in which I perceive time has slowed down. And, and like I said, it's, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. To me, it feels very good. And part of me wants to share this and share how I think and share how I feel to maybe share this experience with people. Maybe to get one of you to feel the way I'm feeling, where life becomes less stable, but it feels okay. And the rate of change goes up and everything feels new. Kind of like in childhood, where every day felt new. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a strange time, definitely a strange time, just like I said, pay attention, it seems like the world is going through very rapid changes I've got my opinions on it talk about it in future episodes I want this to just be a bit of an introduction and like I said maybe to get to know you guys and for you guys to get to know me a bit I guess I should disclose I'm also a bit of an optimist Like I said, this change to me feels very good. I've enjoyed it a lot. It's been a remarkably positive experience, especially with time slowing down, so I could truly be patient with it and just absorb all of the fantastic things that are happening. Uh, But in terms of the optimism and the positivity on a more real concrete sense, because of lockdown, everyone has a lot more free time. And so I'm sure you're all feeling this too, where time seems to slow down. Maybe you're a bit bored sometimes. I feel bored too. Uh, your mind starts to race. You start to wonder what's going on. Where's my stability? I've, my job has disappeared. Uh, like Statistically, stuff isn't happening how it, sh- <laughs> how it should happen. You know we're getting the, the the extreme scenarios where it's like who would have predicted the one in a million pandemic would hit the earth, but it happened. It happened it was statistically unlikely, but it happened. Uh, everyone's feeling a little uneasy about it. But like I said, optimism, silver lining, see the positives of it. More people are spending time outdoors. I've never in my life seen this many people walking around my neighborhood, never. It amazes me. You know, the, the sidewalks are like so crowded sometimes in the middle of the day, especially in a day like today where it's sunny out, where it's finally warm. God damn, winter was long here in Canada, let me tell you. Uh, so now that it's finally warm enough to not have to wear a gigantic thick jacket. People are out and about. People are walking. My father, as well, got laid off, so he's just enjoying life, walking, uh, being, being in nature. This goes for everyone. Seeing the trees grow, and now since we have all this time, we notice things we've never had time to notice before. The truth. We're getting those little moments of truth slip by. Uh, I think it's going to be a great positive. Looking forward, I think a lot of us are starting to like I said, notice these things and appreciate them for what they really are. Going back to the nature stuff, with climate change and all that. Now, I don't want to get too political about all of this right now. So leave that for future episodes but whatever you believe I think we all appreciate nature deep down inside but we've never had enough time as a society as a whole I'm generalizing yeah judge me for it whatever I'll do it we've never had time to appreciate it but now we could truly be gracious because we're experiencing it first time More people are going out, more people are going for those walks, we're seeing nature in its full glory, how it changes, and I think it's going to give people a lot of appreciation. So when we come out of this lockdown uh, and out of this bit of an economic crisis, we'll have a chance to rebuild our world in a more harmonious way where we can Just, just, just treat nature better. Treat each other better. This appreciation is going to go a long way. I have a good feeling about it. I really, really do. And I hope we don't forget, because it certainly seems like humanity has a bit of a, an amnesia problem. We forget where we come from. where we came from. Uh, As we grow up a lot of the things that seem so obvious to us as children, we unlearn, we learn new things that go on top of those old lessons and we live ways that might feel a little bit natural. Now again, being judgmental, sue me for it. (laughs) we are. We're a bit judgmental. Uh, As children, we were not judgmental. At least I wasn't. And the friends I knew, the family I knew that were my age when I was young, like my brothers, friends in elementary school, that kind of stuff. None of us were really judgmental. We didn't take anything seriously. Everything was just play. And we appreciated the good times. And we just kind of let bad times roll off of us. Nobody told us to fear or have pain, feel pain, for the bad times when we were young. But I felt like as I grew up and as I became more aware, as people told me what to think, uh, as my teachers taught me all sorts of things, there's kind of this divide, this, uh, this dual nature created inside of me where suddenly good and bad became things, I learned ethics, and out of what just was before, came out good and evil, right and wrong, pleasure and pain, and uh, I don't want to say it's a good or bad thing, you know, it certainly makes... Life more interesting to live it in this dual way. But trying to go back and trying to live out of a kind of way that a child would, when you don't judge things. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to go back to that kind of feel the novelty again of everything. So, going on 22 minutes here. I don't know how long I should go. Should I make this a super, super long thing? Should I make it short? I guess we'll go how, how, how it feels. Uh, I'm also not one to like to make a lot of cuts. Make a lot of um, you know, uh, edits when it comes to my stuff. My butt was kind of hurting sitting on a rock. Uh, So I just want to stretch that. That's what I should talk about. Being honest to yourself as well. Uh, Allowing yourself to feel the inner truth people that I know are kind of embarrassed all the time about who they are and what they feel. Um, Nobody really says, ah, my butt hurts. Let me stretch that. It's kind of weird. You know, We, we don't, we don't share those inner feelings. We just kind of suppress them sometimes. So why not try sharing it? Oh, my hair, it's getting in the way of my eyes. Oh, but you're sharing too much, bro. Who cares? Who cares? Look, it's going in my nose. It's a little uncomfortable. Now that I'm self-conscious, self-aware of it, my butt's starting to hurt. Ah, my legs are a bit sore, sun's a bit too bright. And we try and suppress these things because they're negative feelings. Oh, you know, the sun's too bright. Let's not think about that. It's a negative feeling. Butt hurts. It's a negative feeling. Try and suppress that. But why judge? Why judge these things as negative feelings? Just let them be. We all feel it. It's, It's the truth we feel. It's the internal truth. Let it be. Just let it be. And don't judge it. Try it saying it's going to be a good or bad thing. It's for you to decide. Uh, for me, it's been a good thing. I, I enjoy being honest to myself and feeling these feelings for what they are and dealing with them. I get negative feelings all the time. I get positive feelings all the time. And at least to me, I've noticed that the more negative voice cracked right away, right away, my mind straight away went to, oh jeez, oh jeez, they're going to hear your voice crack, what an embarrassment, why are we so ashamed, why am I so ashamed, I mean, come on, it's really dumb, <laughs> it's really dumb, yeah, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there. problem we'll just roll with it we'll move straight on to shame we feel it's just part of being a human we feel shame and like I said if you kind of know me maybe if you watch my practical philosophy stuff you know I'm a big kind of speaker of the whole duality of stuff and I believe that to create things You've got to create them in pairs, so things kind of come in opposites. So when you feel shame, when you create that feeling of shame within yourself, you also allow yourself to feel pride later on. You can understand pride through your shame in the same way the opposite happens. When you feel pride, you're setting yourself up for later shame. Uh, That's just how we seem to understand things in those opposites. And I say we a lot. I want to catch myself on that, cause I don't really know. I don't know shit. I don't know what the truth is. It just slides through my fingers like water. So I'm just assuming everyone thinks like I do. Could be wrong. Feel free to share it with me. Maybe you don't even have to type it in the comments. Just, just have that bit of a conversation in your head how how I do sometimes. I, I have conversations in my head all the time. Made-up conversations. I kind of think about how things would go, what I would say, the other person might say back to me. In a way I'm having multiple conversations right now. I'm kind of thinking about what I'm gonna say to you and then what you're thinking about in your head and what you're thinking uh I would say, in your head, got a little lost during thought, but what I'm trying to say is I have conversations in my head with the ideas or the idea of the person I'm thinking of. Oh man, I'm getting so fucking lost. (laughs) I can see why my girlfriend gets a little bit upset sometimes. Because, holy shit, I'm confusing myself right now. And I'm the one thinking these thoughts. Can you imagine what, what she's thinking? And, um, yeah, it's just just a lot of thinking and a lot of confusion. Maybe let's take a moment to not think. Just watch. that. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but this water's pretty rough right now. It's a pretty great metaphor for the water of my mind in this moment. It's really turbulent. I can't can't stop thinking. Can't stop that voice in my head. It just goes on and on and on. And when I try to stop it, it just gets louder. Holy crap. There's a lot of waves right now. A lot of waves. Really turbulent. My mind wants to say, man, just shut up. That's just the judgmental part of me. These waves are too loud. These waves are crashing too close to my feet. Just the judgmental part of my mind. Ignore it. You don't have to take it so seriously, Chris. Suddenly it's calm. that it's calm, I can collect my thoughts, regain control of them, and say, well, to be honest, that was all bullshit, there's no such thing as a wave that's too loud, there's no such thing as a wave that's too close to my feet, the waves just do what they do, and there's no mistakes in nature, she just does what she does, we're the ones who judge her, We're the ones who put labels on things. We're the ones who attribute words, thoughts, to this endless process that just would go on without us anyways. And equally, we can attribute positive things. We have a choice. I could say, I've never in my life, once, seen a misshapen wave. They all look perfect. They all sound perfect, never once seen a cloud that looks ugly or out of place. Holy crap, I'm getting a call, I better turn that off. Um, yeah in case you don't know, I'm a bit of a cheap guy, I like value so I didn't go out and get fancy equipment for this, I'm just using my phone, it's on a selfie stick, a really cheap one. Uh, like I said, I just got a cheap Amazon microphone, I'm kind of here. What are these people? <laughs> Man! I'm sure you can hear that too, right? The, the low vibrations. It's my phone doing its vibration stuff. So I'm actually going to take a small break and turn off the, the vibration thing and put my phone on silent. Damn bro, those were some real technical difficulties right there, holy shit. So uh, <laughs> when I was fiddling around with my phone, turning stuff off, I was getting calls, and the phone was vibrating, and I put my phone back into this little holder here with a selfie stick and it was pressing on the power button, so I don't know what happened, but it, like reset my phone into factory mode or some crap, some- holy shit. But you know this wouldn't be the truth serum podcast if I wasn't honest with my own shortcomings and my own mistakes. <laughs> uh, yeah why not let's continue on that note. let's talk about mistakes and shortcomings. let's be honest with those too. Let's see the truth the truth in those because every mistake uh, is just a bit of a lesson a bit of a lesson to not screw up to not fuck up later and sometimes it takes multiple tries i mean i consider myself a decent learner but at times i've been really really slow to learn things it's taking me five six i don't even know countless tries to get things right and even then i don't quite get them right it just it happens we're we're destined to fail the moment we strive to succeed. Because in creating success, we naturally split it in half and create the opposite, which is failure. So just another bit of a truth dropped for you to hold on to for as long as you can want to pursue success, you're going to have no choice but to hit failure as well. I don't think it's possible to achieve success without creating failure along the way. Now who knows, Uh, that's, that's my moment of truth right now, maybe a year from now, a day from now, Maybe 80 years from now, when I'm 100 years old, I'll realize, wow, I was such an idiot. I should have known better. There is a way to create success without failure. There is a way to achieve without mistakes. Even now as we speak, kind of judging my definitions of success and failure, kind of internally in my head, I'm just creating definitions out of thin air. What they truly are. Uh, We say a mistake is a bad thing, it's a failure. Well, if mistakes are what lead us to success, if they are the stepping stones on the journey to success, are they really mistakes? Are they really failures? Or is it just part of a silent process, an unnamed process that we choose? to put a name on, that we choose to put a definition on. Uh, Don't know. Don't know. I don't know anything. And then, of course, I choose to think I know. Because maybe everything is really just a choice. We do live in a perfectly free world where We make all the choices ourselves and we're kind of infinitely responsible for everything we do and everything that happens to us. What if we do have a choice in how we choose to interpret things? What if we do have a choice in how we perceive the world around us? a bit of a thought experiment. Let's say I grow up not knowing what life in North America is, not knowing what peace is. What if I grow up in a part of the world that is constantly at war, constantly in a state of what we would perceive as suffering, what we would perceive as starvation, but to there, in that environment, never knowing what it's like to be here, I might not have a notion, a word to put on suffering. It would just be normal to me, that would be life. Likewise, what if, what if, through great amounts of suffering, you can experience great amounts of joy and pleasure? Another thought experiment: What if uh, you spend 99 straight, like completely straight, 99 years straight? which just pure pain, like like from head to toe, from inside to outside, from outside to inside. You know, like your body is constantly on fire. but You're on some kind of. This is, this is going to get really dark here. So so I'm imagining like like the absolute worst case scenario. You were born into a world where your body is on fire, where we're like you're immersed into an oven, uh, but you're kept on life support. Some, some like miracle, futuristic technology, torture chamber thing where your mind is kept coherent and kept awake 24 seven while your body is on fire, while you experience like pure hell. And and, and and this monster society of torturers injects into your mind with like electronic probes. They inject thoughts into your mind of like just absolute devastation, family dying over and over and over, uh, just loss after loss after loss, 99 years straight. And then at the end of that, from one day. You're allowed to not experience that, you're allowed to just go around uh, society normally, walk around and experience stuff without any of that pain. Would that not be the greatest day of your life, unimaginably great, Uh, so great? could have never imagined, perceived anything like that ever before because all you knew for 99 years was just pure suffering and so now you get the complete opposite, would that be a good thing, would that be a bad thing, don't know, again, don't know, just thought experiment, not saying we should do that, not saying we shouldn't do that, just a thought experiment. But, coming back to reality. Yeah, this is getting kinda long. The sun's been beaming on my face. I'm gonna get sunburned. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, to wrap this all up, let's come back to reality. Talk about something concrete. Rock solid again. We're going through a bit of a rough patch right now with this whole coronavirus. People are suffering, people are losing their loved ones, people are worried, people are in fear. It's a very negative mind space. Taking that little thought experiment we just did, self-reflecting that back onto what's happening right now. Yeah, we can draw a bit of a silver lining out of all of it, sure we're suffering, it's temporary, but maybe, just maybe, when we come out of this, we'll come out of it stronger, we'll come out of it better for it. Maybe everything we've done wrong up until this point, all the mistakes are just unnamed stepping stones that we choose to name as negative mistakes, when in reality they're just lessons and we could choose to name them in fact positive lessons on our path here in life so let's wrap this up episode 1 of truth serum truth is like water this is the practical philosopher and See you all next time. So do you see how truth is fluid? How it ebbs and flows? How it changes form, changes shape? And we try and grasp onto it like it was something solid.